Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks again for getting our preview podcast, Saturday morning, 9.30am uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time, as uh, it's all business now because uh, Vince Carty's done his final edition of his race speed profiles, and Vince, uh, what's your thought process now that we've had a day to reflect, but also uh, a little bit of rain yesterday in Perth and uh, a bit of a southerly, so not really drying conditions? Ah, uh, it, I, can't, I can't believe it, but... <laughs> It happens, doesn't it? Here we are. We're definitely going to be on a well slow seven. Oh, looking at the YR, very, very little rain, just a few drizzles, you know, less than half a millimetre through the afternoon. So I'm hoping that, you know, worst case scenario, we won't get any more than an S7 in terms of ground condition. Hopefully we can, you know, dry a little bit, at least to maybe S6, because it'd be pretty firm underfoot. Yeah. All right. Well, this obviously is an accompaniment to your race speed profiles, the final edition. So please open it up while while you listen to uh, to Vince's thoughts. Um, so race one, we're we're just giving that a big a bit of a pass mark with a whole lot of uh, first starters there. The second race on the program, well, truly inspired, was the first winner for the Wizard as he returned uh, returned to Perth and it bolted in at the uh, at the midweek card. What are you assessing its chances? It's, it's deep favourite here. Yeah, pretty good profile, Ralphie. Like the way the the horse was able to get victory. <laughs> Broke benchmark, which I, I love as well when that happens. As far as where's this horse going, clear. It's pretty clear the way how you know how strong this horse was over the last four hundred plus three point three off virtually a benchmark's speed. It just indicates that the step up to the twenty two hundred is going to be a plus. It has raced on slow track, Ralphie and Pin, uh, Pinjara back in. June of last year, and we marked the track that particular day, genuine S6, S7 range. And WTI, it's fair, 3.5 from my perspective is a pass mark against this type of competition. It's just a matter of, well, let's just hope that the track doesn't get any any worse. And if it stays where it is now or better, then this is the horse probably you should be looking at as being the, the main contender to win. So- so that's the fourth column there. If you're getting the race speed profile for the fourth time, yes. for the first time, that, that WTR, the wet track indicator there that Vince has switched on here for the slow track. Uh, Cool, he's pretty well exposed in Melbourne. Uh, but there's a couple here at, at nice odds here that you've included maybe for Maltese. We go and strike now and strike now. I suppose if we go back to that mid October run, well there he is running second and truly inspired was fourth. There's a couple lengths between them and it was much shorter in the market that day. Yeah, and this is another horse who's had you know. A fair bit of racing, and from a fitness point of view, would be rock solid. And you you sort of can't argue with how strong this horse has been over the last eight hundred meters, and showing you know very very solid sustained speed in both the last two runs. We're off. We're virtually like looking at a combined plus ten range for the last eight hundred meters. That usually a good setup for a horse having a crack beyond two thousand meters first time. And probably worth uh, mentioning about it, off we go, that you've included, given it's 20 to 1, well, I suppose you you have done so, given that uh, that run benchmark sort of standard in the uh, three starts back here at Ascot. 
Well, if you just look at that run in, in its sort of naked format, the race shape was definitely not a positive for this horse, but the way it was able to finish off... Uh, um, now, mind you, the horse is entitled to finish off well, but I just thought it was really, really strong. Big squeeze in the mid-race, almost three seconds the movement was in terms of compression between the 8 and the 400, and then plus 6.3 last 400. Probably entitled to be a little bit flattened off that run, Ralphie. So I'm taking a little bit of that into account. So I expect this horse to probably, well, if it can run plus one, then it's definitely going to be a top two, top three finish. So that's El Fuego and Strike Now. It's multi-options there, but truly inspired and titled to be favourite. Uh, race three on the program here. Well, the market just doesn't know what to do here. <laughs> it's over a 1,000 metres. What have we got? One, two, three, four, five, six... Six of six of the half, more than half the field is uh, is single figure odds here, Vince. So can you uh, can you narrow it down for the punters? Well, race pace is going to be really important here for the short race. I, I do feel it's going to be good speed. Definitely, I, I will go very close to benchmark through that first section, maybe half length below. And I am of the view as well, given that it's a small field, there's going to be no edges where a horse is going to be able to get into the lanes and that's like you've got to be pretty much 10 off the fence. So I'm working towards horses. On pace, leading is where I want to be. It's just a question mark whether you're going to handle the ground and that is A for flying missile and number two, I'm going to leave that name to you, Rocky. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Right. Work work around those two if you're playing, but you're saying moderate confidence. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Now I'm trying to work out why Zafira's favourite in race four. You might be able to help me here. Over fourteen hundred metres, it's favourite over Written Matter and uh, and Al Sferina. I'll, I'll try and get that one right too, Vince, for uh, for the Pikey man. Um, uh, Brandon, I, I don't know the uh, the apprentice here in uh, in um, uh, Brandon Louie, but he seems like his stats are all right, and it's it's win last start was sound. Yeah, this is number 15 you're talking about, right? No, no, as in written matter. Oh, written matter. Okay, yeah. sorry. Number two. Okay. Oh, right, so you're you're not sure why it's the price it is? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I'm not sure why Zephyrina is the, the short price favourite at the Oh, okay. Yeah, well, first of all, with written manner, when we look at the profile of this horse, I love the way it went last start. Second up, 1.6 lengths above IVR benchmark, virtually matching its PB from two preps back. Yep. Every section was above benchmark and good speed through the first section, plus 1.8. That was almost a two-length improvement from the run before. Even in the mid-race, the horse's performance was stronger and was entitled to be a little bit softer than what it actually was over the last 200 metres. And I felt the horse held on really well. And this should have just absolutely topped it off. So the question now is, we're up to the 1,400 metres. How would this horse handle it? I only have to look at last campaign. That last run at Belmont went too fast, Ralphie, through the first two sections. It burnt up almost 7.4 lengths through the first two-thirds of the race above benchmark. That's a combined. It's too much. The horse was entitled to drop off, and it did, and it really only dropped off over the last 200. More controlled speed. This is going to be far more favourable for this horse. Just the query will be, can you handle the wet ground? We've got no visibility. Uh, what do you make of that uh, that win at Ascot in the midweek back in uh, two thousand and twenty one? It was it was best of the day, and it was seemingly that ground was quite significantly soft for that day. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That that track was um, heavy, Ralphie. 
Well, there you go. So yeah, no, that wasn't a five point two. Very yep. good. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, that's that's a good sign. I like digging digging a bit deeper sometimes. Uh, yeah. Tra- trade war, you've got second. It's it's a bit of each way value there by the look of things. Okay, so with trade war, Ralphie, when I look at this particular runner's profile, firstly from a fitness point of view, it's ready to go to its top. Last start was the clear cut sign for that when it was just beaten. 1.3 lengths below benchmark first section. Got to benchmark between the 8 and the 400. Last 400 metres, 4.6 above. Just as strong as what it was first up and covering an extra 200 metres more distance and going much quicker. So this is the clear sign the horse has come to its stop. I do feel this is a runner that can go even faster in terms of acceleration. And we're probably potentially going to see that today. And this is another runner that has run on some really wet ground, you know, and I'm talking about like very heavy. And personally, even though the WTI is not that strong, but we're not going to be anywhere near that ground condition. So I'm, I'm sort of sticking with this horse being able to handle the ground to a certain extent. And potentially we should see a peaking run. So Zavira, I suppose the reason it's favourite is that it's got that strong SP profile when it started very short after being unbeaten at its first prep and blinkers go on. So blinkers always equals intent. But uh, is there a case to be made for it or on, on face value you're thinking it's a bit, it's a pretty tight price at mid threes? Well, it's a horse that I didn't want to completely dismiss. Only reason being is he's got to go to that Belmont run last campaign over 16.50. You know, that last 400... That was pretty pretty high, like plus eight. That's, you know, I'm not saying elite level, but not far off it, even given that it's a soft speed. But that's a sign that the horse got big talent. Very interesting that they've turned up first up 1,200 metres, way too short for the horse in terms of distance. And I felt that it was a fair run in terms of, like, didn't really use much speed early, giving that signal that it's looking for more ground. But the finish was solid. And I have this feeling that this stable's got this horse on the fresh side and explosions on the car. It's just, can you handle the ground? All right. And because you've outlined it and uh, and obviously it's deep in the market, just yeah, if you can get some verbal thoughts on you from El- Els Verino. Yeah, number five. Yep. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty competitive day, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Winner of last two starts. I, I personally feel... The way this horse has been finishing off has been dynamic, and I don't believe that the race shapes are actually been favourable for this particular horse. Going way too slow at both runs, and yet being what I would have considered to be non-winning positions and has been able to win. This is a sign that the horse has got some talent. From a wet track uh, profile point of view, even though it's only sort of coming up around that benchmark range, Again, I'm taking a position this horse is most likely going to be able to handle it, and it's been the slow pace that's been the negative with this horse. And with a race with a lot more speed, we'll really get to see how far above benchmark this horse could go today. All right, we've covered the, the four stakes races, so this is more an additional thoughts now that you've got some clarity on track uh, conditions. Snipperucci, uh, you couldn't fold it yesterday. It's at uh, low two odds, but uh, you, you didn't feel like there was any, any negatives about it. No, absolutely none. I, really, you've just got to ask yourself the question is, it's just going to get back down to the ground condition with this horse, Ralphie, whether you can or can't handle it. That, that's what it's going to come back down to. So has it got any, have you got any real clarity by look of the, the form that's been basically on uh, on sort of four or five range tracks? 
that's it. Yeah. All right. So it's an unknown. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> that's please yourself territory by the sound of it. Um, let, let's get to the, uh, the the seventh race here in uh, in devoted as favourite. Uh, you made the case that uh, it, it could go either way as far as y- y- your thoughts uh, were concerned. Uh, but you, and you've got comes a time on top in your most advantage. Yeah. Well, first of all, with devoted, of course, I was expecting more out of this horse last start. Didn't quite make that next step. Now. I can't fault it in the way it closed. It was super strong. To me, it just looks like it's a horse is looking for distance. And we're going to find out today. If they happen to go with a bit more speed, that probably helps the horse. But I'm not sure about that, Ralphie, if that's going to actually really happen. happening. I, I just feel this is going to be just sort of very, very basic speed, possibly benchmark at best. I don't really feel that they're going to go and want to rip the ground out. And therefore... It, you know, or maybe Pikey's pretty smart. Maybe he might position himself in a more forward position and be more aggressive. If he does that, then I could see the horse being dangerous. But if he just sits out the back and waits for the run on, then, you know, just might be looking for another race. And the horse, he said, was terrific value yesterday on the quick backup. It comes to time. By the look of it, uh, you're saying that it's, uh, the ground should be no issue for it. No, I definitely don't think the ground's going to be an issue for this horse he has been able to handle wet ground i also feel this horse has been screaming out for this distance this is a really good value proposition ralphie i i cannot fault this horse at all i I like the rider as well everything's you know he's in top form harvey at the moment so at the each way odds big chance for a top three slot lovely i know the way you think so i know Yep. It'll be a part of your plan. You've ended up with Amelia's jewel on top in the uh, in the guineas. What's your what's your final thought process here? I just feel if it handles the ground, it just wins, Ralphie. Well, it's simple. Yeah, yeah I really do. I, I reckon this is a, a very talented racehorse, and we I don't believe we've seen the absolute best of this horse. And now maybe it could get smothered by the ground, and we don't get to see it, and we have to wait another day. But if it was a dry track, I'd be uh, wanting to have a very serious go at this horse. Lovely. Uh, in the railway, we said the theme was two horses that came off slow tempos with good talent, good closing speed, tricks of the trade and Alaskan God versus two horses coming off fast races, Resort Man and Comfort Me. The value will comfort me and Resort Man. Now you've had an extra day to sort of think about it and also get clarity on a softer track conditions. What's your thoughts? Well, both Resort Man and Tricks of the Trade, they're rubber stamp going to love the wet ground. Oh, nice. So... Their prices, in my view, have only just been elevated. So, and they're big chances of um, finding lanes late because just just in their race style, and also Brad Willer, I'm tipping is, is a master at getting off in the, in the right spot. Even yeah, he's very one. Yeah, he's very good, Ralphie. And horses that are in the market, he's obviously his performance has been very very strong, but he he's got himself a very good ride here. And probably only bad luck's going to stop this horse from being in the finish because he's going to handle the ground. So if it stays wet, his chances are definitely elevated. Well, it was low 20s yesterday. It's high teens today. So obviously others said, add your, your thinking or maybe even people yep. who, uh, who listen to this. That, that's a nice lot of confidence. But Tricks of the Trade, you're also saying, is uh, no issue whatsoever on the, on oh, the ground. Can't, probably one of the best wet, wet track profiles in the race, Ralphie. Very, very strong. Rock solid 10.1. Can't find one knock on this horse. Everything looks set for this horse to run big. 
All right, well, the punter's tradition is uh, Pikey in the last. <laughs> it has got its back in play now that he's moved back there. But uh, by the look of things, you're saying that uh, the hyphenator, uh, Clint, I've got to get his right now, Clint Johnson Porter on try for us is, uh, is a nice each way price. You like that one, eh, Ralphie? Well, <laughs> with this particular horse, it's just going to be, look, it's the end of the day. Yeah. If we only get these drizzles, then who knows? Why, why isn't it possible this track can't be in the good range? I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say it's not possible. It, it, it is potentially possible that this could happen. If that's the case, then I'm going to be pretty bullish on this horse as being a serious um, chance of winning. You only got to look at what it did two starts back, Ralphie. That was a big, big performance. Just below benchmark first section, 7.3 above between the eight and the four. Last 400 plus 5.2. This flattens most horses, Ralphie. And was no asked surprise. a quick and was asked a quick backup up to twenty one hundred. Yeah, and they went straight to twenty one hundred, and I was going, yeah. "What the hell? What, what are they doing there?" <laughs> They've obviously got plans. Maybe I'm not sure. They probably thought maybe this is a good time to test it because because the horse is so strong and it's finish. And geez, if he gets into the lanes. He's going to be the big big finisher, Ralphie. Super. All right. Well, best of luck with your plays today, Vince. Best, best of luck, of course, for uh, everyone listening to this. We really appreciate your support on Year Round Carnival. Morning, sun.